This is a Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. I wonder if I could make it. It's almost getting to 8 o'clock p.m. And I am still a few more steps away from home to get to my computer to listen to CNT Radio's Cosmopolitan Culture Club. The best of the best music from around the world. Can't wait! I think I made it! CNT Radio. Making your day brighter, one song at a time. Man, oh man, do you love shootouts. Pens and Canes, Penguins postgame starts right now. Pens and Canes, let's start the intro. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showcase scars! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Penguins win 2-1 in Pittsburgh against the Carolina Hurricanes in what will probably be another edition of Penguins postgame that will not be very, very long. Because your final score, Penguins 2 and Hurricanes 1. In a shootout. Who knew? Once again, Alex Nadalkovich is from, is between the pipes, I should say. But didn't these two teams just play? Yes, they did. But it was back a little while ago. This is the first time and the only time that Carolina and Pittsburgh are locking horns. Last time these two teams met, and we'll do this quickly before we get to the scoring summary part of our opening segment, was back on November 18th. And the Carolina Hurricanes came out on top 
4-2 in Raleigh, North Carolina. Tonight, on December 21st, 2023, the Penguins come out with the victory, and they do so in an interesting fashion. However, their power play did not do too well. Let's get into this right now with getting you a look at the scoring summary. Officials and our three stars coming up when they are made available. But the one thing we do know. The one thing we do know The one thing we do know is that the penguins come out on top of this come out on top of this game 2 to 1 and the goaltenders were Alex Nedeljkovic. Nedeljkovic gets the win. But what's his record now with this win? What's, what is Alex Nedeljkovic's record with this win? Well, we don't have that right now. And we don't have the record of the goaltender with the loss right now on uh, sportsnet.ca, where we're getting our information from right now. But I can tell you is the goaltender was, and my apologies, Hurricanes fans, if I get this wrong in pronunciation, but it was Petrori Keokovic. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Hopefully I'm saying that right. My apologies in advance if I'm not saying it right. The goaltender was Piotrui Kiokovic. Hopefully I'm saying that correct. Again, apologies in advance if I am not. We'll get to the records of those guys in just a moment. But uh, one thing we do know, there are no... There are no game-winning goals. Which, by the way, in short form is GWG. I guess... I guess that's all right. All right. To the scoring summary. We begin in the first period where Sidney Crosby 
your captain of the Penguins puts the pens on the board early in the game. Eight minutes and 51 seconds in. He puts the pens on the board. It's Pittsburgh one and the Hurricanes nothing. Crosby's 19th goal of the season. Ricard Raquel, he's back in the lineup. And he's got his fifth assist of the season. Jake Gensel, Jake the Shake. Number 21 on the year for him. In terms of assist, his assist is his secondary assist in the goal. And, of course, the goal coming by Sidney Crosby, his 19th of the year, at 8 minutes and 51 seconds in. Jack Drury and Jacob Slavin picking up assists in the second period on the one goal scored in the game by the Carolina Hurricanes. Because after 20, it's the Penguins 1 and the Hurricanes 0. After 40, it's the Penguins 1, Hurricanes 1. On the goal by Trevo Truviani, his 12th goal of the season. Jack Drury with his 8th assist of the season. Jacob Slavin with his 15th assist of the year. At 14 minutes and 52 seconds in. And throughout the last 60 minutes, throughout the last 60 minutes into overtime, We would remain tied at one apiece. So basically, after 20, the Penguins have a lead. After 40, they blow it. But the game would remain tied through a full 60 minutes. And guess what? After 65 more minutes, we got to go to a shootout. So let's dive in. 
to there. Sorry for the long pauses there. My apologies. The first shooter for the Penguins would be Ricard Raquel. And he is stopped in his tracks. By the goaltender for Carolina. Then the second shooter, the first shooter for Carolina in round one. It's Stefan Nosen, and he is stopped by Alex Nadalkovic. Let's go to round two, second shooter for the Penguins. None other than the captain himself. Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby puts the biscuit in the basket. And from there, after Crosby scores, Andrei Snetchikov, second shooter for the Carolina Hurricanes. He is stopped by Nadalkovich. And then the goal scorer for the Carolina Hurricanes tries to even it up after Chris Letang is stopped in his track. But he can't put it past Nedeljkovic. So Crosby gets two goals. He gets two goals tonight. But, but, not only does he get two goals tonight, his second goal of the night comes in the shootout. And you know what? I guess if we were going to find a W. I guess if we were going to find a GWG. That's probably going to have to go to Sid. That's probably going to have to go to Sidney Crosby. 
Sid scores twice for the Penguins, once in the shootout and once in regulation. And the Penguins pick up the victory. The Pens pick up the Vic. Two to one the final. And you know what? It's a good win. It's a good win for the Penguins. It's a good win. Got ahead early. Got ahead early. Unfortunately. The Canes tie it up. But you get out of there with a win. And on home ice. In a shootout. All right, regardless of the record, we're going to take a quick timeout. When we return, we should have the three stars out by then. But when we return, game stats, and we'll get into the penalty summary. When we continue with Sports for Beginners and Penguins Hockey. Your three stars are coming up next. Should we have them? Hopefully we do. But the Pens win it. Two to one in the shootout. Ah, there we go. Before we take the break. Here we go. Here are your records here. Alex Nadalkovich with win number five on the season. He is five, two, and one. With the overtime loss, the goaltender, the goaltender with the overtime loss for The Carolina Hurricanes. We'll call him number fifty-two. Sorry about that. Uh, for, sorry about your pronunciation. Uh, can't really pronounce the name, so we're calling it fifty-two. Fifty-two. Petro Kiyokovic. Hopefully, I got it right. 
If I did not, I sincerely apologize. His record with the overtime loss, 7, 6, and 3. And yeah. Well, regardless, we have our three stars. And we're going to get to them after this quick break. Plus, we will get to, yes, we will get to the penalty summary. And your game stats before we take you to our middle segment. And Run the shake of the game, as we always do, because that's our player of the game. Don't worry about it. Penguins Post Game will be right back right after this. It's our 31st broadcast of Penguins postgame. And game 31 of 82 for the Pens. So, 31 broadcast of Penguins postgame. And this is game 31 of 82. We'll be back to Penguins post game right after this. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting? sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins Post Game. Welcome back to Game 31 of 82. During the 
first portion of the opening segment, we had a we had a couple of uh well, we had a couple of pauses. First of all, I was pausing to make sure I had things right. And again, if you're in Russia, I highly apologize for pronouncing the name of the goaltender for the Carolina Hurricanes is name wrong. Uh Peter Kachek Peter Kachekov. Peter Kachikov. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh I'm so sorry if I pronounced the name wrong. So I'm just gonna call it 52. Anyways, his record, as I mentioned earlier. Seven, six, and three. Alex Nadalkovich. Is five, two, and one. And as I mentioned earlier, there's no game winning goal, but I guess you could give it to Sid. So, with that all being said, let's jump into the penalty summary. And we'll get into the officials as we get to our three stars of the game, including number 52. Peter Kachekov. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Again, if you're in Russia and you're going to tune into this, uh, or if you're anywhere and you actually know how to say this guy's name, please, please, please let me know. Um, so, Because I will apologize if I pronounce any of the names wrong for any reason. Yes, any reason. All right. That being said, let's get to our penalties. And not too many penalties called here. Penguins take two penalties. The Penguins took two penalties in the first and third period. Malkin gets a gets a penalty for hooking at 13.03. Stefan Nozin getting a call for hooking 9 minutes and 51 seconds in in the first period. In the second period, the penalties once again. Stefan Nosen, four minutes and 40 seconds in. He goes to the box for tripping. Two minutes for tripping. Brett Pesci at 17.13 in the second period. He goes for roughing. No word on what the penalty would have been on Pittsburgh, but there was only a roughing call 
on Brett Pesci. Jack Drury gets a holding call 8 minutes and 25 seconds in. And yeah, so clean slate for the Penguins in the second period. Not too many penalties in the first period for the Hurricanes and the Penguins. One each. Eric Carlson is the only penalty in the third period at 15 minutes and 18 seconds. Two minutes for holding. And then Andrei Shmetikov, three minutes and 46 seconds in. He goes two minutes for interference. Speaking of Shmetikov, he was one of the shooters in a three-round shootout that ended with Ivo Triviani getting stopped by Alex Nadalkovic. Chris Letang gets stopped by Peter Petrako. Peter Petrako, hopefully I'm saying it right. Smneshikov got stopped by Nadalkovic. Ricard Raquel stopped by Peter. Peter Karokovic, hopefully I'm saying it right. My apologies again if I don't. And Stefan Nozin also got stopped by Alex Nadalkovic. Penguins unable to connect in their man advantages. And we'll get to those in just a second. Getting to the three stars also in just a second, but before we do... Your referees for this game were Francis Charon and Peter MacDougall. Killian McNamara and Caleb Apperson were your linesmen at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh. Alrighty. I think it's time to hear. I think it's time we hear our first introduction of the day. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to find out who the three stars are of tonight's game between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. There you go. There you go. There's the introduction. Let's get to it. Your third star, rightfully deserving so. Goaltender of the Carolina Hurricanes, Peter Kicheko. Hopefully I'm saying it right. If I am not, I sincerely, sincerely apologize. 24 saves. Uh, gave up one goal against. That was to Sid. A save percentage of 96. Zero ninety six. 96. 
Your second star from the Pittsburgh Penguins. From the Pittsburgh Penguins goaltender, number t- number 39, Alex Nedelkovic. Alex Nedelkovic. And your first star, the captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins, The captain of your Pittsburgh Penguins, number 87, Sidney Crosby. One goal, zero assists, plus one. And a total ice time of 22 minutes and 37 seconds. There we go. There are your three stars of the game. And, of course, we've got your penalty summary. Let's get to your game stats. We'll go through it one at a time. The Penguins finished the game with 25 shots on goal, 21 hits, 30 face-off wins, 17 giveaways, 9 takeaways, 27 blocked shots, And their power play, zero for five tonight. Are we back to this power play drought? I really hope not. Oh, for five tonight. Zero for five tonight. I really hope we're not back to the power play. Drought. The Carolina Hurricanes, meanwhile, finished the game with 24 shots on goal, 13 hits, 31 faceoff wins. They were zero for two on the power play, so they did, so they didn't do too bad either. Uh, on the they didn't do too bad on the, on the power play. But they did not, like Pittsburgh, their power play did not score. They had 10 minutes spent in the box, 
five giveaways, 14 takeaways, and they had 19 blocked shots. There we go. There we go. There we go. All righty. The opening segment pretty much winding down. But how about we wind down this opening segment, taking a look at some of the action currently underway. So let's take a look. I mean, there's quite a couple of games on today. Let's first take a look at the games that have gone final. And we'll do that courtesy of the NHL app. Of course, everyone knows that the Penguins beat the Hurricanes 2-1 tonight in PPG Paints Arena on 5th Avenue. The Buffalo Sabres score a touchdown. But they get a safety to beat the Maple Leafs 9-3 in Buffalo tonight. The Philadelphia Flyers also fell in their game. The Philadelphia Flyers also fell in their game. They fall 4-2 to the Nashville Predators. The defending Golden Knights. The defending Stanley Cup champion Golden Knights. The defending Stanley Cup champion Golden Knights. Fall 5-4 to the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. The Edmonton Oilers on top of the Devils 6-3 to tonight. We need overtime in Columbus, and the Capitals come on top of the Blue Jackets 3-2. to A 4-1 final in favor of the Blues on the Panthers. The St. Louis Blues defeat the Florida Panthers 4-1. And the only other final left, the Stars need overtime against the They need overtime against the Canucks and they take it 4-3 in overtime over the Vancouver Canucks. Other games going on right now. We've got the late the late window is underway right now. The Flames on top of the Ducks 1-0 at the end of 20 minutes. No score currently in 
Sharks and Coyotes. They just got started in the Shark Tank. After 40 minutes, the Ottawa Senators, who the Penguins will face on Saturday, they are currently leading the Avalanche 4-3. to And the Minnesota Wild are tied 3-3, headed to extra time. That one might be over very soon. All right, let's take a quick breather. Let's take a quick breather. And when we come back, it's time for the middle segment. We will talk about our shake of the game, game pucks of the game coming up. The game pucks of the game are coming up as well. That will be in the look ahead segment. So following the shake of the game. We'll take another look. At the games going on. On this Thursday night before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas. And guess what? Sports for Beginners, as we take a break, has a special program for all of you. Not only will you get Penguins postgame, Senators and Penguins on Saturday, or more likely on Sunday, Christmas Eve, but you'll also get, you'll also get Bills post game. Bills versus Chargers. We've got. Quite the programming for you. Just in time for Christmas. Penguins Pose Game returns right after this. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search 
Sports for Beginners. All right, everybody. Welcome to Penguins post game. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins post game middle segment time. Three stars out of the way. Time to get to the shake of the game. But we also got to get to a play of the game, correct? I mean, there's not really many options for a play of the game. There's not really many options. But honestly, if I had to pick a play of the game, I'd go to Sidney Crosby's first goal back in the first period. I'd go to the first period. But why would I go there? I mean, that's the only goal that counted in regulation. For me, I want to go to the goal in the shootout. So here are the men who called it on Sportsnet Pittsburgh. This is Sid's shootout goal. The only goal that would put this one in the books. The only one that would put this game in the books. Here is the people who called it on Sportsnet Pittsburgh, including one of my favorite broadcasters for Penguins hockey games. Give it up for Josh Getzoff. There's that glove again. Sidney Crosby, 43 of 110 in his career in the shootout. Here he comes. Crosby scores! This came in measuring quick hands and then it's gone. See ya. <laughs> yeah, he just came in, measured the goaltender, quick hands, and then it's gone. See ya. As, uh, <laughs> as Josh's partner pointed out, it's gone. See ya. That's our play of the game. Crosby putting the puck in the net. Blanking number 52 of the Carolina Hurricanes, the goaltender, and the Penguins get the W. Let's see. Do we have a winner in the Minnesota game? We do! We do! The Wild are victorious. 4-3 Wild over the Canadians. And meanwhile, 
you know, I guess I should say, <laughs> meanwhile, in games that are going on, we still have no score between the Coyotes and the Sharks. And the only goal right now in the game between the Calgary Flames and the Ducks, it's Nick Simone. With his first goal of the season. Nick Simone Congratulations on your first goal of the year. It's 1-0 to zero Flames over the Ducks. After 20 minutes. We're headed to the third in Denver and Ottawa after 40. Still on top. Four to three. All righty. Let's get to our second feature of the day. It's time for the shake of the game. No half off Jake the shake tonight because Jake didn't score. But, but the Penguins get the W. And yeah, I know we could all think that he's going to get us in Pittsburgh. He's going to get us in Pittsburgh. Free Big Macs at any local Pittsburgh McDonald's. Unfortunately, that didn't happen because the Penguins wouldn't score during the Big Mac attack. And I'm, I don't know if that happened. I honestly don't know if that happened tonight. But regardless... No half-off Jake Shakes, but we're going to do, as part of our player of the game, we're going to do the shake of the game regardless. Here comes our intro. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, Whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. There the intro goes. Let's find out who did not play in this game as we get ready to bring you Tonight's recipients for the shake of the game from this game 
For the Carolina Hurricanes, they would not play Brendan Lemieux or Tony D'Angelo. And how about the Penguins, who was not playing for the Pens tonight? POJ, Pierre Oliver Joseph. And what's this? I thought maybe Vinny Hinnestroza might have been put down to WBS. Looks like he might have been called up, or he wasn't sent down to begin with. Regardless, he did not play. All right. So, who's going to get the glory for the shake of the game tonight? I mean, there are not many options when it comes to scoring. But, I think I'm going to have to go with the captain, Sidney Crosby. Four shots on goal for Sid. 22 minutes and 37 seconds total ice time. Two hits from the captain. Two blocks. Did not go to the penalty box. No assists for the captain tonight. Plus one. Got one point and one goal. And yeah, I'm going to have to go to the captain for here. I'm going to have to go to the captain. Sidney Crosby. I'm going to have to go to Sidney Crosby for my shake of the game, player of the game for the Penguins. For the Hurricane. For the Hurricane. Who's got the shake of the game remarks today? I'm going to go to Peter Kacheco. Petro, Pedro Kacheco. Hopefully I'm saying this right. Again, it's a Russian name, so I'm so sorry. To anybody who is Russian, if I pronounce the name wrong, I I apologize if I pronounce the name wrong. But the goaltender for the Carolina Hurricanes is going to get the shake of the game, player of the game for the Carolina Hurricanes. Peter Kacheko. Who gave up one goal against. A save percentage of 960. I should say not 96. 0.960. He played 64 minutes. Made 24 saves. On 25 shots. 
So, with that being said, let's take another look at games going on. And let's see, do we have third period action happening right now? We do, but nobody scored yet. All right, that's all right. The score right now between the Senators and the Avalanche remains 4-3 in favor of the Senators. Still no score in the first period between the Coyotes and the Sharks. And Nick DeSimone's first goal of his NHL First goal of his season continued. Sorry, first goal of the season for him. Has the Calgary Flames it has the Calgary Flames on top one on one to zero. Ooh. Hang on, hang on, everybody, hang on. The Ducks are going to the power play. We could have a tie. We could have a tie soon. We'll see. Perhaps the Sharks are going to the power play as well. We'll see. Well, that'll do it for this middle segment. Penguins win it. Two to one. Over the Hurricanes. And they've drawn even. They've drawn even in the season series. When we return. To Penguins post game. We'll put a pretty little bow on this. And we'll set you up for quite the Christmas Eve programming. In terms of recap on this program, we are setting you up for Penguins post game and Bills post game. Two, two recaps. Saturday is the time they are happening. Sunday 
they'll probably most likely be released. We'll tee it all up when Penguins postgame continues. Pens win it 2-1 over the Canes. And now they're getting ready for they are getting ready now for the Senators in Ottawa. We tee it all up when Penguins postgame continues, plus the game pucks of the game. Because we can't forget about the game pucks of the game, right? We cannot forget about the game pucks of the game, right? Well, we'll explain a little bit of how Penguins and Bills postgame is going to work when we do double trouble on Saturday and, of course, Sunday. I'll explain a little bit about how that is going to work. But right now, let's take a 30-second break. And when we return, it's time to look ahead once again to the next five games for the Penguins, next five for the Hurricanes. And we'll take one final look at the upcoming scores. It doesn't look like much is changing now. But we'll take one final look at them. And maybe be before we get to the... Maybe before we get to the game, Pucks of the Game, after we've done Carolina. Out of the break. We will. Hear. From Penguins head coach. Mike Sullivan. And maybe Carolina head coach. Rod Brindamore. Don't go anywhere. Penguins postgame will be right back. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast. 
where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Welcome back to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. No changes in the no changes here in our final segment. No changes for either squads that are currently going on right now. The Flames still lead 1 to 0 over Anaheim. No score in the Cardinals and Sharks game. Sorry, not Cardinals. Coyotes and Sharks game, excuse me. And the Avalanche are currently still losing to the Senators 4-3. to So with all of this being said, let's get to it. Let's get to it. And as I said before, let's, as I said before, we just might, we just might hear from Penguins head coach Mike Sullivan and Rod Ridnimore, head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. But right now, let's get to our game puck. Right off, right off the bat. Look ahead's coming up within this segment. And the first team that we are going to do will be Carolina. But I'm also setting up for Mike Sullivan. Let's hear, I do want to actually hear what Mike Sullivan had to say. So what did Mike have to say post-game? What was he asked? We're going to find that out in just a second.
right now for game pucks of the game. I want to say this. I feel like two game pucks of the game should go out to each team. And the first one I think the first one should go to for the penguins. I think the first one of these should go out to Penguins goaltender Alex Nedeljkovic. He was pretty pretty good. He I think Alex Nadalkovic deserves a game puck of the game. And I also think, you know what? I feel, I feel like I feel I honestly feel like Jake Gensel should get a game puck of the game alongside Nadalkovic. And how about this? For the Hurricanes, let's go to Jacob Slavin and Peter Kotrekov. The goaltenders played pretty, pretty well. The goaltenders played pretty, pretty well. At least for the last couple of minutes. But both teams definitely, both teams definitely belonged on the same ice. Both guys, both teams definitely belonged on the same ice tonight. I mean, no matter how you slice it. No matter how you slice it. And for Penguin fans, the important thing is the Penguins get the W. Yes, they give up a one-goal lead in the second period. Yes, they give up a one-goal lead in the second period, but they got the win, eh? And they kept it tied through the third period to overtime. So, you can let me know what you guys think. But, 
I feel like the goaltenders played well, and I feel like the players, they didn't play perfect, but they did play well. All righty. Game pucks out of the way. Let's see. Let's see. We have a tie. We have a tie in Denver. We have a tie in Denver. We have a tie in Denver. The Avalanche have tied the game. The Avalanche have tied the game. The Avalanche have tied this hockey game with the Senators. We have a 4-4 tie. And who do you think it's going to be? None other than Nathan McKinnon. And speaking of which, no tie. No tie against the Ducks. But the Flames go up by two. Next goal scorer for the Flames. Elias Lindholm. And the Flames now on up. The Flames are now up. 2-0 to zero on the Ducks. We have a tie game in Denver between the Avalanche and the Senators. And speaking of a tie game, we have a tie between the Sharks and the Coyotes. That one still tied at zero. Now after 40, sorry, 20 minutes. So after 20 minutes, we still have a tie between the Coyotes and the Sharks. We have some breaking news! This is not hockey related, but Ladies and gentlemen, especially if you like baseball, if you like baseball, we have some breaking news. We have some breaking, 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 breaking news. So let's jump to it, shall we?
Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Konnichiwa to any Japanese listeners. Konnichiwa to any Japanese listeners. But oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Dodger fans, this one's going to be a good one. Say hello to Japanese star Yoshinoba Yamamoto. Who has agreed to a 12-year, $325 million deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Whoa! Now, there would be time for me to get into the, there would be time for me to get into the needy greedy with this news here from sources, but This is big. This is big. This is really, really big for LA Dodger fans. Welcome to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Welcome, my friend. Yoshibu. Yoshiba. Yoshiba. Yamamoto. If I pronounce the name wrong, I am deeply, deeply sorry. But that's some big breaking news. Speaking of news to break, we broke some news last time we were on Penguins postgame. Cassie Campbell leaving Hockey Night in Canada. And for what? Becoming the special advisor to the PWHL. So what does that mean? Well, it means that you probably will not be seeing Cassie Campbell on Hockey Night in Canada for a long while. But the good news is, you might see her from time to time. The announcement was made by Cassie herself in her last edition of Hockey Night in Canada on Monday Night Hockey.
this past Monday. All right. I promise you, I promised you some coaches. We're going to get to the coaches. Before we do that, and before we get to And before we get to one team's look ahead that we might not get to before we get to the coaches. Let me just say this. We just saw another score. And just like that, the Avalanche have the lead. The Avalanche have taken the lead. Oh, the Senators. It's 5-4 Avalanche. Avalanche 5. Senators 4. What a hockey game we've got going down in Denver. This is going to be an interesting finish for that game. Alrighty. Let's start off the look ahead here. First by hearing... From Penguins head coach, Mike Sullivan. And then we'll get to the Pittsburgh Penguins' look ahead. And I know that I said we were going to do Carolina before, but we're going to do Pittsburgh first. So before we get to that, let's get to Mike Sullivan, who spoke to the media following the following the shootout win. Here's Mike Sullivan. Uh, Mike, yesterday you said you wanted the team to play patient and within themselves, kind of using that grade. How do you think you did tonight? Uh, I thought we did a, a, a pretty decent job. You know, we didn't give up. Um, we didn't give up any sort of dangerous odd man rushes, two-on-ones, things of that nature. Uh, I thought we had numbers back for a lot of the night. Um you know, I thought in the second period we had a we had a few shifts where we had some extended time in our defensive zone. Um, but other than that, I thought uh, you know I thought we were we were somewhat patient with our puck possession and and, and just willing to play a north south game. And I think that's that's an important aspect of playing against a team like Carolina that defends the way they do. Uh, Mike, uh, what's your take on Najalkovic in general, and in particular? how he seemed to control the area around the blue paint. Carolina likes to create a lot of traffic there, and it seemed like he handled that pretty easily. Yeah, I thought he, Ned played a solid game. You know, he, number one, he's a really good puck handler, and so he helps us uh, on the breakouts. Uh, when Carolina's a team that puts a lot of pucks in there, and so he helps us uh, on the breakouts. Uh, when Carolina's a team that puts a lot of pucks in, and, uh, and he helps us in that capacity. Um, I thought he was seeing the – seeing the puck really well 
you know, they're a team that that manufactures a lot of offense with outside shots, and then they and then they converge and on the on the blue paint in the scoring area. And you know, we knew we, that was going to be one of our challenges. Our defense had to had to dig in there and compete on pucks and box out and get body position. But I thought Ned did a good job just fighting through the traffic and finding the puck, and uh, he made some clean saves. And you know, when you can swallow those pucks and it's a whistle. Uh, I think it it settles it down. You don't have to defend that next play if you don't. If you spit the rebound out, that next play a lot of times is they're the hardest ones to defend. And I thought, I thought he limited that that those types of opportunities tonight. Mike Riley Smith was talking about him and Gino's line how they still feel they can do a better job of creating offensive zone time. Has that been your observation? And is that much of a concern for that group? Yeah, I think that's one of the areas where we're we're trying to work with Geno's line to to help them uh, develop offense in different ways. You know, they've always been a dangerous line off the rush, but we've, we're trying to help them develop a, a grind game and just uh, and just possessing the puck and hanging on the pucks and um, and we have strategies and tactics that we try to you know that we try to work with them to try to help them be predictable for one another a little bit and and I think that's an important aspect of it is there needs to be cooperative effort between them and uh sometimes it, they get a little bit disconnected and we'll continue to work with them there Mike with about I think a little under f 5 minutes left they had a power, power play you guys killed it off I don't think they even I think they had one shot on that that whole time just what did your guys do in that sequence and obviously it turned out to be a pretty vital sequence I just think they did a great job. You know, the, uh, Carolina's power play has been one of the hottest power plays in the league as of late. And, uh, you know, the timing of that one, that's a tough one when you, when you have to kill a, a, a penalty that late in the game. You know, at the end, of the, the end of the day, that could have been the difference. And I thought the guys went over the boards excited to, uh, to get it done, quite honestly. They did a terrific job. You know, they were, uh, were pressuring pucks. Uh, they did it smart. Um, you know, I thought there was there was collective effort there. They got clears. They changed well. Um, they were just all on the same page. I thought they did a really good job. Yes, 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 yes. Honestly, I think I got to agree. I think I have to agree with Mike. I think I got to agree with with Mr. Sullivan. I think I got to agree with Mike Sullivan. I think I have to agree with Mike Sullivan. I think I got to agree with you, Sully. I mean, I don't know if I can. I I really don't know if I can. But, hey, like I said before, the bottom line here is the Penguins Got the, they got the win. The Penguins got the win. They get a little taste of revenge. On they got a little taste of revenge. On uh, Carolina. And yeah. Well, let's just say this. Let me just say this to wrap it up. Let me just say this to wrap it all up here.
I gotta say, uh, okay, we do not have Rod Brindamore for this uh, for this program, but you know what? That's all right. We don't have Rod Brindamore, the head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, for this one. But honestly, but honestly, whether or not we have it, we're in the final segment here. So we got the head coach, Mike Sullivan, in. We got Mike Sullivan in. So let's drop that down to the next five for each team. Oh, by the way. I gotta say. I just gotta say this. I, I just gotta say this. Just gotta say this. Penguins get the W, and that's what I like. And honestly, we gotta get down to... Worrying about Ottawa, the Islanders, the Blues, back to the Islanders. And then from there, we are into 2024. So Penguins got the victory. I like it. It was ugly. But since when is, since when are, since when are a lot of games ugly? All right. For the Penguins. Their next five include at Ottawa during Double Trouble, when we are doing Double Trouble for Sports for Beginners, which is when the Ottawa Senators will take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. And the Buffalo Saber, sorry, Buffalo Bills, not Sabres, Buffalo Bills will take on the Los Angeles Chargers. A reminder that Penguins postgame will be first, followed immediately by Bills postgame. Both shows most likely are going to release on Christmas Eve. And they also will be Christmas themed. Just a quick heads up. The Penguins return to action next week. Or, yeah, next Wednesday, I should say. Right after Christmas, they return for some great fun. Wednesday night, they play the New York Islanders in Long Island. To They play the New York Islanders in Long Island. At 7.30 p.m. on Wednesday, next Wednesday. 
on Saturday. That's when their final back-to-back of 2023 gets going. And that's a Saturday and Sunday game. First, it's the Blues from the Berg. Against the Penguins at 7 p.m. Eastern. Then at 6 p.m. on Sunday, New Year's Eve, it's the Penguins versus the Islanders from the Berg in Pittsburgh. And of course, that's when we're doing another, yes, I said another. Double trouble. Another double trouble. Another double header. You know what? Forget I even say double trouble. Just call it a double header of of recap. And on this one, you'll have Bills postgame. Bills and Patriots ahead of Penguins and Islanders. Which will be Penguins postgame following that right after. And yeah, so there's there's only four games left. There's only four games left. There's only four games left for the Penguins in December. Interesting. That means that their next five include the start of their January schedule. And wouldn't you know it. Wouldn't you know it. It's 7.30 p.m. in the Berg. And it's Alexander Ovechkin versus Sidney Crosby. Yet again. It's the first It's the first one. Sorry. Yeah, the first meeting for these two teams of 2024.
But it's the second time in four times this year that the Penguins and the Capitals will be meeting. And last time the Penguins played the Capitals, they beat the Caps 4-0 to zero back in October. So what's in store on January 2nd? We'll all find out when we get there. But tonight, we focus on the Hurricanes. And these two teams will do battle again. These two teams, the Hurricanes and the Penguins, will do battle once again. This time in 2024. And that's going to be on January 13th. When they play once again from Raleigh, North Carolina. Alrighty. Speaking of that, who are the Carolina Hurricanes? When are they next playing? Or what are what are their next five? Well, remember how I said the Islanders are coming up for the Pens? Before they, before they play the Pens, they got to play the Hurricanes. 7.30 p.m. on Saturday, December 23rd. Then the Hurricanes go to Music City to take on the Preds at 8 p.m. on Wednesday, December 27, 2023. And then the Hurricanes are home to the Montreal Canadiens at 7 p.m. on the Thursday, so that's part of a back-to-back. They wrap up December and 2023 with a visit to Toronto on Hockey Night in Canada at 7 p.m. from Scotiabank Arena.
against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Those are four games. So we got to go to their January schedule. And they wrap up their next five with a showdown January 2nd in the Big Apple against the New York Rangers. So the Rangers in January. And for the final parts of December, they've got the Islanders. They have the Islanders who they play. Saturday, this Saturday. The Predators, who they play Wednesday. The Canadians and the Maple Leafs. Meanwhile, for the Penguins, they've got the Senators, the Islanders, the Blues, then the Islanders again, and then the Capitals. And Alexander Ovechkin. Should be pretty good. With this game in the books, the Carolina Hurricanes have played 33 games of 82. So. So. And with 33 games played for them, they only have 49 games to go. So the Penguins have played now 31 games, which means they only have They only have 51 games to play. Fifth? Well, I guess time flies when you're having fun. 51 games to play for the Pens, which means 51 more. Penguin post games to go if we're continuing to go the whole enchilada. All right, look ahead, pretty much done. We have a final. And it looks like 
the hurricane, sorry, the avalanche are going to come out on top six to four over the senators. And we have a two to one score between the coyotes and the sharks The Coyotes taking on the Sharks right now. They lead 2-1 over the Sharks. And the Flames lead the Ducks 2-0. They're the only two games on right now. So we'll see how how those ones finish. But what a finale. What a finale. In Denver. Six to four, the Avalanche beat the Senators. What a finale. No, no. What a hockey game. All right. With that out of the way, the show. The show of Penguins postgame has officially, and yes, I say it officially, come to an end. Pens win it. Two to one. And the next time we're signing off from this program, we'll be setting you up for Bills versus Chargers. And Bills postgame. With all of that being said, let's sign out right now for Penguins Postgame. As always, my name is Scott McGregor, and you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host. Scott McGregor saying that it is not goodbye. It is always until next time. And until then, Penguin fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. But this is Scott McGregor right now signing off for Penguins postgame. Happy holidays, everybody.
from all of us at Sports for Beginners and Penguins Postgame. We'll catch you on the flip side, Penguins fans. Pens and Sands coming up on Saturday. Go Pens! And I look forward to catching up with you again. Right after Pens and Senators. Pens and Sands coming up. I'm out, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it. another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to your life with some great hockey content coming soon. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Remember, Sports for Beginners fans, to join our host, Scott McGregor, every Fridays for your weekly dose of Friday episodes on the Sports for Beginners podcast.